0: Hi-de-ho, beautiful sports fans. Welcome back to some more H-Town Sports Talk with Cam. That's me. Um, in today's episode, we're going to discuss a few things. First, I want to start off with Christian McCaffrey, who is now the richest running back in the league. Um, I mean... It, we if you played fantasy football last year, you know that Christian McCaffrey carried a lot of fantasy football teams. So it, and if you watch the Panthers play at all, it makes sense that they would give him a lot of money. Um, I mean he's, he is the Carolina Panthers when you think about it, especially now with Cam Newton gone. Uh, I know that they got Teddy Bridgewater and they also signed P.J. Walker from. The Houston Roughnecks, but I mean, Christian McCaffrey is still going to be that entire team when you think about it. So it makes sense that they would pay him a lot of money. Uh, it says it's going to average sixteen million dollars per year. Uh, Zeke had been the highest-paid running back, fifteen million dollars last year. So I mean, every year, whoever the biggest name is that resigns or gets an extension or you know signs with a different team that. that they're always the biggest, the highest paid at that position. I mean, it just happens every year, honestly. So, it makes sense. Uh, I, I understand it. He's a great guy. I mean, he's a great player. He does everything for the team. Catches. I mean, he he runs the ball up the middle, off the edge. Doesn't matter. Um, Yeah. So, the next thing I want to discuss is the XFL. Uh, we learned that they were releasing... That they released all their staff. They also had no plans for a season next year. Now, it appears that they have filed Chapter 11. Bankruptcy. After all this coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, has hit. Um, it, it Like I said in the last episode, guys, it just... It's just sad. I mean, I really like the XFL. I thought it was gonna actually catch on and actually, you know, compete with the NFL at some point. I mean, it. I liked it because when you go to the games, we when you go to the Houston Roughnecks games, they're at the U of H Stadium, and it's a really good stadium. There's not a bad seat in the house, and the tickets are only like twenty-five to forty dollars. You know, so it was a great value, and also, I mean, I liked it because the Houston Roughnecks were undefeated, so it makes sense that I would like it. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, not all the teams are undefeated, so um, also, so we had the ESPN. Whatever you, Horse Challenge, whatever you want to call it, with Chris Paul, Paul Pierce, Zach Levine. Um, so, we'll go through some of the results from that. First off, Zach blanked, shut out Paul Pierce in the Horse Challenge. Um, if you didn't watch it, it I mean, it, it was pretty good. It was some form of sports on TV, so that's always... A good thing. Um, also, Chauncey Billups won, which is pretty cool. Mike Conley, and what's her name? Allie Quigley. I'm sorry if I mispronounced her name. She beat CP three, so that's that's pretty funny. Um, yeah. I mean, like I was saying, it's it's good to have some sports on TV because right now there's really I mean if you like sports there's nothing for you to watch but reruns of old stuff. So it makes it good. Um which brings me to my next point this weekend, or this Sunday rather, is going to be the start of the ten episode docuseries, I guess is what it would be called. Um, spotlighting MJ's final season final season at the Chicago Bulls from ninety seven to ninety eight. It's going to be called The Last Dance. It's going to air 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN this Sunday, the 19th. And then it's going to be two episodes every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, so 8 o'clock Central Time where I live. Um, I mean, unfortunately, 97, 98, I was 7, 8 years old i would never really got to see Michael Jordan play, except in old highlights, so it'll be nice to watch that and, you know, gain some perspective um, on how good he actually was, because like I said, like I, I didn't get to watch him in his prime like I get to watch, you know, let's see, LeBron James now, or Tom Brady now, which is one of the main reasons I am such a Tom Brady fan, because I realize how good he is, so... And I take I don't take it for granted. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like, if you get to watch him, if you get to watch someone that great in their prime, you, you just gotta. Even if you don't like them, you know, you just gotta be grateful of the fact that you get to see them play. It's good for the game of basketball, is what they say. Um. So let's move on to some. I guess, coronavirus-ish news in Carl Anthony Towns. His mother passed away from complications to COVID-19. It's really, really, really sad. I mean, you, you read every day that the numbers are just going up. And people are just getting sick with the virus I mean, she was only 58 years old, I mean, that's... Uh, that's it just... You feel... Uh, I'm just sorry for him and his family and everyone that was affected by it. I mean, that's horrible to hear. You don't want that to happen to anybody, obviously. It's just a shitty thing. Shitty thing. She was placed on a, vi- a ventilator and she was in a medically-induced coma. Ooh. um said she passed away on Monday the 13th it, horrible thing just a horrible thing there's a he it, he posted a video on his Instagram so if you have a chance make sure you guys go check it out It's horrible um in other coronavirus news Rudy Gobert. And Mitchell It says that they're cool But I mean Uh, Like if Can you ever Like you ever really be It says there's no fight But I'm not saying there's a fight I'm just saying that you know If you're sick And you go around joking about it Not that he knew I guess Because There's a lot of people that Get the virus That don't show the symptoms So you don't know that you're sick But Still like I guess nobody was really taking it seriously when he wasn't taking it seriously back when this all first started. Um, it's just still... I don't know. I mean, you you would be upset no matter what, but I, I guess if I worked with somebody who had the virus but they didn't know they had the virus and they were going around joking about it, like, I... I would be upset at first but then i would realize hey this person didn't know that they had it and yeah i mean if they if they knew they had it they there's no way they would act like that you know so at least uh gobert apologized for not taking it seriously which nobody was taking it seriously when he wasn't taking it seriously so on some at some point i can't really fault to him too much for that it was just shitty that you know Turns out he actually had the virus, even though he was going around touching microphones and trying to be funny and stuff like that. So, oh well. Hopefully, um, we all learn from this. And now, nobody is really not take. Everybody's taking it seriously now, so it's a much better thing. Um, there is a 25-day program proposed by the NBA. Basically, I guess that they, you know, once once everything is clear to actually play, we're not going to have games right away, you know, obviously. So, like, there's going to be individual workouts for the players to kind of get them back in shape. And then, you know, you're going to have, like, team practices and stuff like that because you can't just expect to go from lounging around at your house to playing NBA basketball. Also, on that point, I mean... A lot of people are going to be out of shape... Not conditioned well... So like the product of the NBA... Wouldn't be as polished... And we're approaching the playoffs... Like we would be in the playoffs right now... So... I mean... It, it's better for the NBA... To take that... 25 days... Get everybody back in shape... Get the teams back playing together... Working together... That way... Once games are actually played... Everybody gels better The final product looks better More points are being scored Better defense is being played All that kind of stuff So it makes sense that they would do this Um, Yeah, so, I mean it, Honestly, in my opinion I don't think we're going to finish the season I don't see things going back to normal Until after the summer I mean That's just... Who I that, that's just my opinion, though? Like, I, I think we're still a long way away from everything going back to normal. Um, on that note, Dana White came out and said that he eyes May the 9th to be the next event. Now, Dana White has spent this whole time talking about how we're gonna have UFC 249 with Khabib. And, I mean, that got postponed. Everything is getting postponed, like, the week before it happens. So, I mean, I can't... I'm sorry, but I I just don't see it happening. I understand he wants to use a skeleton crew. I understand that he wants to get a location where they can, you know, kind of distance everybody, keep them separated from everything. That way there's no chance of coronavirus or anybody getting infected and stuff like that. I just don't see it happening. I mean, it, it's just, I just don't think it's going to happen until, I I mean, I understand that the UFC is only two people, right? There's only two fighters, you know? And then you got, you know, a referee, a couple commentators, whatever, but like, you, there's just, you come into contact with so many people every day that it's just in. Incredibly difficult to understand if such and such person has it and if they can transmit it and stuff like that so I just I mean I don't see this happening anytime soon I understand he wants to be the first major sports organization to return to a normal schedule but I mean you can still be the first you just don't have to be May ninth first you know like you can wait a little bit and not rush back into it but we'll see maybe I'm wrong maybe it'll come back I mean He's already said that he wants whatever the first one is back to be huge. He wants to have huge fighters, stuff like that, but we'll see what happens. Um, oh, sorry. Um, so <laughs> the last little bit of news I wanna discuss before I get into some draft projections is Todd Gurthy and Dion Sanders. Dion said that only Prime can wear twenty one when he plays for Atlanta. Gurley said he's going to wear 21, like, so, apparently Dion was just joking about the whole thing, I don't know if he was actually joking or what, but, I mean, Dion is one of the greatest to ever play, Gurley is good, but I don't know if he's up there at that level, I mean, it's just a number, honestly, I mean, I understand that, you know, teams retire numbers all the time, but... It's not like, I, I mean, if I was Girly and somebody told me not to wear the number, depending on who it is, we'll see. Um, if, I mean, in the past, Desmond Trufant has worn the number anyway, so what does it matter if Girly wears it? You know, it doesn't really seem like that big of a deal. We'll see what happens. Alright, so in the last little bit of news I want to discuss is the most recent mock draft draft projections, whatever you want to call it. Um, It seems now that Justin Herbert from Oregon has jumped ahead of Tua to where Justin would be drafted by the Dolphins at 5 and Tua would be drafted by the Chargers at 6. Also, I read that... Oh, um that the chargers want or that they could see rather that Tyrod Taylor starting f- for more than just one year that they think he is a long time a long-term solution to the quarterback position in ooh, I almost at San Diego in Los Angeles <laughs> um i mean if i was a GM of an NFL team and Justin Herbert was on the board and Tua was on the board, I would go with Justin before Tua. For a couple of reasons. One, I just prefer Justin over Tua. It's just my personal preference. Two, Tua had a really, really severe injury that ended his season. I mean I'm I'm not saying that it hasn't healed. I'm sure it's healed. I'm sure he's better, but those kind of things would just make me not draft him. I just, I don't know. I just think that Justin would be a better NFL quarterback than Tua. But I also think that they would both be a better NFL quarterback than Joe Burrow. But we'll see. What do I know, right? Um. On that note, there's one other thing I wanted to discuss. Sorry, I know I'm adding this on at the end. I have had this conversation countless times with people that I work with. About Russell Westbrook being a top five quarterback in the NFL. Um, I don't, I just don't see it. I mean, when I think top five quarterback, I think elite status. I think quarterbacks that can go out there and win you a game by themselves. If this was the case, if. Russell Westbrook was a quarterback that could go out there and win you a game by himself. They would be better in the playoffs than they are. They would have beaten the Packers instead of losing. I mean, they had Marshawn Lynch back. Not that Marshawn is, you know, the greatest running back ever, especially coming off of retirement, sitting on his couch eating potato chips. But still, I mean, there's. Uh, I I mean I just don't see him as a top 5 quarterback but that's maybe I'm just biased in the situation that I don't really like Seattle in general because I don't like Pete Carroll cuz Pete Carroll played our coach at UFC rather um yeah I just don't like that whole team cuz you know they won one Super Bowl or two Super Bowls and think they're the greatest ever but whatever yeah So uh, that's going to be it for this episode, guys. In the future, I would like to get people, one or two other people on the channel to debate with, rather, to talk to, help discuss these things with me. So uh, I'm going to be reaching out to a couple people, letting them know, hey, you want to mic up? We can get on this channel. We can just talk about sports for 30, 45 minutes, see what happens discuss some of the top news around the leagues um yeah so guys make sure you stay tuned Uh, i want to post another episode in the next couple days just discussing the top headlines that happen in the next couple days obviously but until then guys make sure you stay tuned for some more h Sound sports talk